0: Things girlfriend Share. Welcome to Girlfriend It, hosted by women for women on a variety of topics most relevant to our daily lives. Weekly, we have incredible, inspiring, and influential guests as we explore everything from why ambitious women don't quite reach their full potential to how we deal with the dailiness of life. Together, we will hear compelling stories of other individuals in hopes of one thing how do we get to know ourselves hello hello we are living in a time where there is no stress a stress-free zone no anxiety we all feel like we're in control of our lives total control right no Rob. stress <laughs> Robin's already jumping in no 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 <laughs> No economic stress, no emotional stress, no political stress. We are all happily waiting for our vaccines, wearing our mask, and excited to vote for our next president, right?
1: Maybe not so
0: much. The majority of us are experiencing some form of extreme stress. So where does the stress come from? That, that's it, right? Just total pause. <laughs> it's from us. Uh, we, we are pointing the finger at, at ourselves and you. So welcome to Girlfriend It, today's show. We are inviting you to sit around the table with us as we unveil our mask and chat about masking it. What are you masking today? Let's take off the mask. Let's get real. And, you know, obviously, if you're walking through the store right now, don't don't remove your mask. Literally, <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Be mad. Get some ugly looks to you. Um, by the way, I I was walking through Dillard's the other day and I was talking on the phone and, you know, how you just walk from your car. I had my mask mm-hmm. in my hand, but I, I walked in and I was looking at the shoes, walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of a sudden you just your heart just goes, oh, I don't have my mask on, but it was funny. No one, no one shamed me for it, but I felt, I felt horrible. So then typical me, I put it on and I was looking at the girls that were working there. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't have my mask on. I'm Aww. so sorry. I'm not an idiot. Please, please, please. So anyway, back to, are you hiding who you are? Uh, maybe you're masking some Facebook relationships. Uh, I, I spoke with somebody who literally was kind of going down a road of having an affair doing words with friends uh maybe it's somebody you're having a relationship with with the opposite sex that you you shouldn't be like you you have that feeling in your heart that i'm going down a bad path here uh maybe it's with the same sex um maybe you're terrified of being judged uh, you're terrified that th- you're the only one that feels this way. You're going into social media and you're seeing all this going, wait, I'm not really agreeing with this, but I'm too afraid to to say something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the chocolate you're hiding in your closet, Sherry. <laughs> yeah, me. No, I'll confess. You caught me. <laughs> uh, you know, you're just in that place where I have to smile anyway, even though I'm completely discouraged. Maybe I'm discouraged because of the political temperature. Uh, maybe I'm in a place where I just lost my job or your spouse is getting ready to lose their job and everybody's just saying buck up. Uh, I know for me, I I get really tired of doing zoom all day and yet I have to consciously go. No, Smile anyway, have energy anyway, get that synergy on your face and make it happen. Maybe you're doing that with your kids homeschooling on Zoom while you're still trying to work. And, you know, you have a kid showing up every second going, I'm starving. I'm starving starving
2: is there any cheese in this house i know or maybe you're just tired of all the rules and all the signs and all the arrows and stand here don't move over here touch this don't touch this go that way oh no i'm sorry you can't do that let me hold that for you oh no you can't put that there place your card here no we don't take that card anymore signs everywhere church is canceled all the parties are canceled and you know for a saint to tell a sanguine that they have to stay home and be isolated on lockdown, do you know what that's like? It, you're literally stepping on my oxygen hose. <laughs> <I can't, okay. laughs> my husband would joke and say that the entire world is on lockdown, but mom finds a reason to leave the house every day. <laughs> Absolutely. I sneak out when no one is watching, and I find some people to to talk to. I go to the store just to say hi to the grocery clerk. I go out to the mailman and hope I can see a glimpse of him. I take the garbage (laughs) out, and I hope the garbage man will be there. Anybody, is anybody else dying? I have to help people. (laughs) Yeah. My my sister, uh, and
0: she she's the middle child, so she's more of the introverted one. She's over here talking to telemarketers when they call. You know, they wanna they wanna buy your home. And she's she's over here explaining like what what her home has in it. It's, it's yeah. How many children
3: do you have? <laughs> what are you wearing? Uh huh. Jake Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Oh, I think it's so true, Sherry Sanguins. I don't know why you and I didn't just, you know, meet somewhere in a park <laughs> with our masks on and, and yell at each other. But um that is so true. And I'm watching people, for me, it is the rule following. I am probably not a good rule follower, and it's killing me. And if uh, I did have a lady in the grocery store tell me I was going down the wrong way and couldn't I see the arrow? And I, you try and smile, you know, with your smile, with your eyes above your mask. And inside I wanted to go, are you kidding me, lady? You life, so, um, the, yeah, it's the, uh, the whole, we are all just walking around like little robots is what I feel like. Yeah. Well, it's
0: funny because I never realized, um, it just shows you, you know, we all have our different temperaments and for a sanguine, we're not into those details. I did not realize there are arrows in the aisles mm-hmm. until yeah. somebody brought it to my attention. Exactly. And I thought, they love to bring it to their, your attention. Uh-huh. Wow. Like I, the, and that, then my mind goes, that doesn't even make sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. you mean
2: I have to walk down this exactly. way and then come back? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I went to the mall and every single store in the mall had different rules before you entered the store. And I would stand there and go, oh, now what's the rules here? Now, you want to squirt my hand sanitizer here? Okay, now you want me to come over here? Now, oh, now I can touch these clothes, but not these clothes. I can try on here, but not try on here. I'm like, oh, my word. You're like hurting my brain. My brain literally is hurting. Yeah. Well, what's so funny is that where where I
0: live, you can go into White House Black Market where you can't try on the clothes, but mm-hmm. you can go over to Loft. That's right next door. Mm-hmm. And I thought, OK, I'm going to purchase them here, okay. go into here, try them on with these cute shirts at
3: Loft. And then yeah. if they don't fit, I'll just return them because I don't want to take them all the way home. And here's the other thing. Uh, now, you know, you just buy stuff, and you have to take it home and try it on. Now it's made a couple trips outside of the store. It yeah. seems to be a lot more dangerous than if I just opened your little curtain, because now I've infected it all over the city.
0: And you, went, and you went home and got more of your
3: bacteria. Germs, my bacteria and my germs and my ant, my bad antibodies. So.
1: I'm am amazed at how... Um, how stupid I can be in the midst of it. So I went into a store and they were allowing you to try on clothes. And so I went in and she's like, but when you come out, you have to wear your mask. And I was like, okay. So I go in, I I bring my husband's out um, waiting for me to model for him. And so I come out and I don't have my mask on. And she's like, oh, you got to have your mask on. Oh, okay, yeah. I go back in. I get my mask. I come back out. And then the next thing I try on, I go in. I come out without my mask on. Now oh. they're chasing after me with my mask. <laughs> oh, my oh, my gosh. I probably tried on 15 things, and I could not get it in my head to <laughs> when I came out. Oh,
0: okay, no, Robin, no. you had me at my husband wants me to come out and model. Me too.
2: I, I'm yeah.
1: still, I was so stuck on that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Let me just say that we were on vacation. He had nothing. He he was kind of stuck. He Had
3: nothing he, better to do. Nothing, yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh awesome. no. My husband would find something better to do than sit outside yeah. of the
3: the dressing room and let me
0: model for him.
3: Plus, <laughs> I don't really know how sexy you can be with a mask on. You know, <laughs> it's just it takes away. Well,
0: well, apparently
1: she didn't have it on though. That's it's probably why he he's, he's still sat there. there. Oh my gosh, I
3: was so stupid. I just could not get in the rhythm of it. And can you imagine the ladies behind you talking to each other, like, what is her problem? Oh, is. And all 20. And I'm sure they were like, this <laughs> poor old lady is not yeah.
1: the hardest yeah. yeah. poor, poor You know love. what oh. they finally said? They finally said, oh, just don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah.
3: She has dementia. Let her, be. That, is let my her goal. be. that is my goal with the whole thing. Just. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But, Nobody's going to tell me that. Did you find a cute outfit, Chicky, and buy anything cute? Uh huh.
1: I actually got two really cute outfits out. Are of you it. wearing one of them? No, I'm not. But oh. I'll wear it for you next time. <laughs> yeah, make sure you model that for us. We're
0: all we're all there to to watch <laughs> you. Well, speaking of not worrying about it, Debbie, that that's our deciding factor on on our anxiety and our stress. If we don't become aware of it first. Then that anxiety that we're feeling turns into discouragement. Discouragement turns into apathy. Apathy turns into detachment, and detachment turns into depression. Ugh, that that just went downhill really fast. We yeah, it from, did. It was like
3: blah. swamp. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: But we have to figure this out, right? Because all of this is happening. And neuroscience says anxiety is is being activated from a chemical drip in our brain. Um, Obviously not Robin's. (laughs) We don't know what's dripping in her brain. but (laughs) Or if anything. (laughs) anything. Anything at all. But how do we rewire that drip? Like, how do I deal with it? How do I identify it? How do I reveal it and not mask it? So our first step is identifying it. Like, what are what are we masking? What are we stuffing down? What is the force that's controlling us and our anxiety and our stress? Uh, I know instantly I always think of Ephesians 3.20. I, I love that verse, um, because what is stopping us from tapping into the power that God has for us? I mean, he's saying just Just ask me, and I'm going to give you more than you would ever ask or imagine. I have this great potential. I've created you in my image, and here you are worried about you know, am I, am I going to, which we do need to worry about that. I'm not saying with our mask and, but I mean, just everything that's going on, it slowly starts suffocating you when we become worriers. I, I was just my walking partner this morning, she's getting ready to have a baby. And she said, it's, it's almost all consuming with, Now you got to go into the hospital, you know, with COVID and all, like you said, all these rules that are taking place and it, it can really be overwhelming. Yeah. So how do we do that? How do we change our thinking? What, what motivates us and inspires us to make this day different so we don't get so caught up in the rules and we change that thought pattern. And I thought it would be fun if we would do this. It's a Stephen Covey. Um, that circle of influence. Have you guys heard of this? Yes. The circle. Yes. All right. So we're going to take a piece of paper, and we're going to draw a big circle. All big right. Circle. So a little bit bigger than your your sticky note there, Robin. Um, and <laughs> label this as the circle of concern. Okay. A big circle. Circle of concern. Then you're going to draw another smaller circle in the so middle like of that. Donut, and now
3: I'm ready for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> totally you looks like what? a donut.
0: <laughs> All right. So we're thinking bagels and donuts. It's a yeah. good start. That's a good start of, you know, this is, this is what I can get beyond. And now we're going to draw another circle in between the first two. So you're following those three circles. Mm-hmm. And this is the circle of influence. All right. And if, if you're questioning that, we're going to put that on our, our Facebook page and you'll be able to check this out. But everything... Right now, we're going to talk about everything that we're concerned about that's just really freaking us out. So an example would be the fact that uh, Robin couldn't figure out how to put a mask on. That might be a concern for all of us as to, you know, what's happening with her brain there. I know for me, 2020 has been crazy. I lost my my father in January. I lost um, my sister-in-law uh, to cancer. I stopped all my travel, which I, I love to travel because all my work now is just on zoom. Um, my husband's walking on eggshells, not knowing if, if he'll have a job, um, all the political craziness. Um, my, my life group is on zoom. My world is on zoom. Um, what are some of your, what do you guys
2: have? Yeah, uh, not having in-person gatherings, um, church isn't meeting, uh, no gatherings of any kind, uh, no small groups, no parties. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> no parties, uh, just the economy and just uh, job loss. Every time you turn around, you hear of somebody else, else's livelihood who's just been totally cut off because of where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, school's not starting up all those things you just, I I feel, even though it may not impact me just directly, I feel the way of everyone else I I hear around
3: me dealing with that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. Because for me, it's my grandkids. Mm -hmm. I'm so worried about, you know, my daughter's now pulled all the kids out of school. She's homeschooling. She's never done that. She doesn't really have the temperament for this. (laughs) I'm very afraid for my grandkids. But Um, I also think I don't want my grandkids growing up emotionless
2: Mm. because
3: they're wearing a mask. I get the necessity for it, Mm. but what I, what worries me with my babies is that they're not seeing emotions. They're not getting emotions. They're already watching TV and on their video games. It's just Mm. like they are just out there now. And I worry about the kids.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think, um, a thing that I really miss is just freely being able to hug somebody. Um, You know, you kind of have to ask people now, are you hugging? Are you not hugging? What's the rule? And then I also think that there's a break in being able to help one another. A a lady was walking in front of me and her baby dropped her um, pacifier. And so I immediately want to pick that up and hand it to the lady. But, Am I allowed to pick that up and hand it to you?
3: Wow, yeah.
1: Getting that close to you? Are you okay with me touching something that belongs to your baby? Because in the meantime, she's turning around. And so now, does she bend down holding her baby to pick it up? Uh-huh. I could just yeah. pick it up for her? Like, all the rules of our society have changed within this. Mm. And the part that bothers me about that is just being able to be kind to one another freely. hmm mm-hmm. All right, are you figuring out our temperaments here? Sherry's about
0: ready for tears because she can't party. And Robin's you like, like, you know, I just want to hug people, and I want to pick up their pacifiers. I want to be able to serve people. All right, whatever,
3: Robin, whatever. It's just a real pain, Patty. It's a real pain, my <laughs> This is why Robin misses Christette today. Poor Christette, who can't be here, because she <laughs> usually backs Robin up on everything.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> A big shout-out to you, Christette. That, yeah, uh, we, you, Christette. <laughs> we hope you love moving into your new house today. <laughs> oh, all right.
0: Yeah. And, and Debbie, I, I'm i with you with our, our kids that... I know even, um, chatting with my life group of college students and they admit it. It's like, I'm getting lazy. We're just sitting here watching TikTok, and, you know, Instagram, they're spending hours, you know, putting makeup on their face so they can take that one selfie and they can post it because that's, that's how they're getting some social interaction and it it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I can't imagine spending mm-hmm. my, my time that way,
3: but yet they're in a, a, in a very difficult situation. Mm-hmm. But I think using our um, what, what we can control and back to the masking it conversation is I am going out almost every day. Because I am trying to control, I'm, I'm trying to control something Mm -hmm. in my life. And Mm -hmm. so I do, I'll go to the grocery store and I just feel better about life that I'm out. I'm doing something somewhat normal. Uh And I think, you know, a lot of the places have eased up where you had to wait out line, you know, outside in line, which, you know, to me was just insane. But I do find people are kinder. Right now. I really do. I find people kinder when you're out. Um, I had a lady yesterday in a parking lot. We were both coming into a the second spot. And you know how important that second spot is. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm you know, better than you. I don't want to be in the first spot. But I would like that second parking spot. And she and I were both going for it at the same time from different directions. And she waved me like, go ahead and go on in. How sweet. Yeah. So, Yeah. But I think too, and that we're going to move into that, like your circle of
0: influence, like what can we, we -hmm. do with those things that were out of control. And if you look at people, like they're going to be kinder because you're kinder. And if Mm -hmm. you're conveying that then we see other people as, as being kind. But if you have them in your home and they're a teenager, it doesn't matter how much you're conveying to them because they're, they're just mean. I mean they they wake up in the morning and they're me I mean they're amazing to other people like you're watching their kindness just flows out their pores <laughs> to the outside world but inside they like you you can't breathe cuz your nostrils like move weird to them and it's like don't breathe don't eat cereal because it means you're going to make a chewing noise and it's yeah. gross and disgusting to a teenager <laughs> And you have some
1: trauma, Patty. Do you, do you think? <laughs> I, do I need therapy?
3: Like I, I no, do you Patty. That? You're fine. <laughs> but is don't that, you think it's it's their fear that they are putting off on the parents because we've always been there to say. Everything's going to be okay. This is going to, it'll be over. You know, you're, you're, yes, you're, you're sick today with the flu, but tomorrow you're going to be fine. We don't, we don't have those words right now. And I think everybody's looking at everybody else for the, um, the, the final answer and nobody's got it. And if anything, everybody's got a million different answers.
1: My little five-year-old grandson says, um, he calls me Lolly. Lolly, are the germs here? In other words, oh. am I supposed to wear my mask here? Are the germs here? Or are they not here? Um, just in his five-year-old mind trying to figure out Yeah. Like, what, what, is yeah. Happening? what am I supposed to do? Well, yeah. we
3: know they're not at Walmart because you can go to Walmart. So there are no germs in Walmart. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. None. None. Yeah. 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 So a fi- that's the way a five-year-old handles it. Yes. But you hear what you're saying, Patty. Then a teenager handles it in a whole different way. Um, And they're so isolated. I had a teacher last night tell me she's a high school teacher, math teacher, and she's uh, giving a test virtually. And I said, how do you know they're not cheating? She said, I have no idea. (gasps) They could have their book right next to them, all the answers. And what she said, what I'm learning is I am totally out of control. I have control over what's happening on their side
3: of it. So they could be. Robin, I never even thought about the testing part of it. I never even gave that a thought. Now, this here's a- the other side to it.
1: Think yeah. about all the temptation that's been placed in front of those teenagers. Um, oh, I know my friend sitting over here taking the test yeah. is copying all the answers. Why should I, when yeah. I can just copy all the answers and make it fair? Like, yeah. that is such a big temptation for them yeah. to not have to do it on their own well and it's justified I mean not
0: I, I'm really throwing my my own underneath the bus but yeah I'll come in and there there's a whole group of them sitting on the counter taking a test in college because they immediately went from sitting in class to these professors weren't ready for it and so it's it's a group thing now.
2: Yes
0: and the only thing and, and then i justify it it's like okay do we talk about the integrity here and then you go all right in in the real world when you're sitting there on a team you're going to use all your resources you are going to you know it just spirals yeah. because you mm-hmm. don't you don't have control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so let's talk about that So we have this circle here and we've labeled the outer circle as your circle of concern. Then the inner circle is your circle of influence. And then you have the middle circle is the the circle of control. So we're going to, we put all of the stuff, all of these rules, all of the pandemic, everything we don't have control over, we, we put it in that circle of concern. Now in our circle of influence, we're going to write down how I can influence the stress point. Um, thinking about these things differently, changing our mindset, discovering solutions, and then I want to move these items into our circle of control. And and Robin, I love it. We were talking about this earlier and you were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what do you mean, circle of control?
1: So <laughs> well, yes. I think um, we we want control that I think that's a, a, self-protection. If we feel like we have control over something, then we can handle it. But the reality is that the only thing that we really have control over is what the Lord allows us to have control over, which, um, differently for each one of us, what he is allowing us to have control over, whether it be, um our thoughts which he has said in in scripture that we can focus on these things and think about these things and in that way we're retraining our mind and so we might have some control but the bottom line is we're only we can only retrain our mind if the lord allows us to do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so with that
0: said uh we know we have no control over anything Uh, that we go, okay, what can we do here? What can we put in that um, that circle of influence? So in other words, using my example, I can't do anything about my dad dying or my sister-in-law dying or COVID taking place or fearing that my husband might be losing his job or the political craziness. I can't control anything about, you know, church. I can't go there. What can I do? How can I change my mindset to get unstuck? Yeah. And, and just like you said, Robin, with, you know, uh, what comes to mind is Philippians 4, 8 through 9. And we're getting ready to go into a commercial break. And we're going to, this is going to be the cliffhanger. You're just just <laughs> hanging on going, <gasps> what's next? I can't wait to hear what Robin has to say do how can we influence the stress point so so with that right before we go into commercial break um what would be one tip that
3: we can influence though what would you guys sherry nailed it i think for sanguins we need um we need people and so just reaching out and maybe not texting maybe actually make a real phone call Mm -hmm. once in a while to other people hey are you like I am, or is this driving you insane? So I think that's something that could be very easy for us to do, but I haven't done it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and why is that, Debbie? How come we know these things and we don't do it? We know where our circle of influence can benefit our stress points, right, but then we don't do it.
3: Because we're we're bad people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I would agree. I think uh, you guys
2: are bad people. And why do I hang out with you? I don't All right, know. Jerry, get it in the last fifteen uh, seconds. It's easier, it's easier to be complacent and it just mm-hmm. takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of mental, emotional energy. Yeah. And sometimes you don't have it. And so yeah. it's pushing through that even though you don't feel like it, because you know what's on the other side is worth it if you push yeah. through. All
0: right. And we're going into a commercial break. We'll be right
2: back after the message.
3: out from the heartland of the United
0: States with quality programming. This is TokiNet Radio. It's Merging network.
4: I always get a kick out of the warning labels companies attach to prevent lawsuits from the hooky-crooky of this world. A warning label on a dishwasher cautioned not to put any person in the unit. Speaking of dishwashers, one product warning on a television remote control read, not dishwasher safe. That's too bad because we know how dirty the remote control gets. In fact, we press the buttons even harder when we know the battery is dead. What are we? Part of the ridiculati? A warning on a baby stroller read, remove child before folding. Here's one for the blunderbusses and poppin' and jays among us. A label on a letter opener read, safety goggles recommended. Call me snarky, but any society that needs this many disclaimers has too many lawyers, pedifuggers, and snollygosters. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
0: Welcome back. Welcome to Girlfriend It, today's show. We are inviting you to sit around as we are talking about what are you masking today? And we've been taking off our mask, getting real, talking about all these things that we do not have control over, and we have put a circle of concern together. Inside of that circle of concern is your circle of influence and then your circle of control. And we went into a commercial break as... Um, Sherry, you were talking about that one thing. It might be as simple as calling a friend up. Uh, if you're that people person, a high extrovert, then make sure that we're touching base. And then we realize we're bad people because um, <laughs> Debbie just is lazy and she sits around. She has time to go to the
3: store though. That's has right. No problem,
0: True. jumping in, and going I don't to have time
3: out. to minister to anybody right now. I'm a little busy. <laughs>
0: Robin just wants to hug people. Yes. Yes. And other than that, we're talking about why we don't make the, we, we know this, right? We know how to get unstuck. And right. yet it's just easy to, mm-hmm. you know, sit around and think, oh, they're all,
2: they're all talking, talking but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just be complacent. Yeah. It's, it. well, it, it, it just takes it takes a lot of energy and sometimes you don't feel like you have it. What what I've learned for myself is it's in the times when I don't feel like doing it the most that I have to push through because I know on the other side it's so much better if I make the effort. And that would that goes for calling someone, texting yes. someone, reaching out. Okay, let's meet up for a coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <clears throat> my a girlfriend and I, I mean, we're, we're both just super, you know, goofy. It's just, um, it's kind of ridiculous. But we, um, when this first started, we dressed up um, with pink nurses' costumes, and we called ourselves <laughs> Corona and Virus. And uh, we... <laughs> We went and visited, got in, and we held up a sign and said "virtual hug." And we knew of people like with a friend group or church, whatever, and they were literally like maybe in their eighties. And we would show up at the door and ring the doorbell and bring them some little treats and stay socially mm-hmm. distant. But it brought so much joy to them beyond, beyond, beyond our expectations and beliefs. I could not believe that. We did that for a couple of days early on. And then um, then I got lonely and desperate again. And I, I, got, I needed to come up with some more activities. So then um, I created Ding Dong Ditch then And that's another fun game I played by myself. I, uh, just, I would go to people's house. Uh, high school game? Is
3: yeah. that what you mean playing? it's a high school game, but I I was, I'm bringing it back, um, single-handedly, single-handedly, but please tell me it's not the one where you put the doggy do in it, it's a different one, right? No, 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 I don't, I don't do that, so I would
2: go, I would go to the dollar store and buy some toys, then I would go to people's houses that I know, and they have children, and I would go ring the doorbell, and then I would kind of step way back, and uh, you know, social distance and stuff. Then they would come out, and then um, and they're all excited, and we stand there and chat from a distance. And then if I was really feeling extra spunky, um, I put uh, on my car. I'd blast the chicken dance um, music, <laughs> and I would stand there and do the chicken dance. And sometimes the kids they would come do it with me too, out on the sidewalk. And that brought just a ton of fun. I did that until it started getting really hot outside. Then I'm like, you know what? I just can't do the chicken dance anymore it's just <laughs> it's just killing me. it's just too, hard. <laughs> it's well, me. I'm too sweaty <laughs> oh okay sherry
0: that I'm I'm so glad to hear you're bringing Ding dong Ditch back because that that is amazing on how much fun we used to have with that and and you you brought it with a whole new light and I can oh, see you wow. out there doing the, the chicken dance
2: totally
1: um, <laughs> absolutely but, You what know, a, it was way to like you know, make somebody's day, Sherry. I just love that you did that on both counts, both to the elderly and to the little ones. Of just, you know, they pro- that probably made their whole week or month. So yeah, what's so funny is that you know, it would it made them super happy, and they would
2: reach back and stuff. But you know, on the inside, it made me so happy. And I was like a totally different person, you know, for like the rest of the week because yeah. I felt like you know I'm doing something and I can still like connect with people and still find some fun and create some fun and it just helped me in the middle of all the isolation to be able to you know breathe and you know yeah. sustain. So yeah, yeah. Well, that just it, um,
0: Robin. It makes me think of when your daughter-in-law had her drive by shower and <laughs> I, I when you were talking cherry i pictured robin and her, the expression on her face when we drove up and first of all we all were wearing
2: tutus Two
0: and, and we were doing a drive by for the shower and you had your microphone and we were blasting the music and we got out of the car and did our mama mia dance and what was just so funny is the expression on on robin's face as she was standing out there with her daughter and her daughter-in-law and she goes these are my friends
3: like she was proud of us she was. was so proud but at first she had no clue who we were which is even funnier your dearest what? friends and i don't know who those people are i don't know if, it, if we could have just had the picture of the contrast of her daughter and her daughter-in-law
0: their expression was yeah. like who are the freaks and robin is just in this you know yeah. just as sweet as when she wants to pick up a pacifier my
2: friend <laughs> yes
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Sherry, I totally picture, though, you and Gwendy getting back in the car after every shut-in, just cracking up and just being so thrilled. And without question, I guarantee you got as big a blessing as all those sweet people did, too. Yeah, that's
0: and the, the cool. way the board works. Yep. And yeah. I think that's what we, we have to focus on. is in, like you said, Sherry, it takes a lot of energy to go and do these things, make that phone call, do this. But when we figure out what we can, like Robin said, we really don't have control over, but what we can somewhat control. And this, it's a great tool for resilience. When we, when we feel out of control, we can question all these things and go, yeah, sure. I can't, I can't have control over this death or have control over this pandemic, but I can find solutions. And a few things that, that happened. We realized we we can influence more than we think, and we can change our attitude and our response to those things. Um basically, you once again, you have more power, though, uh, than we think we do. We can stay stuck or we can change those events both by, by what we choose to control, by how we change our our mindset. And that, It does start with us, and that does go back into Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Our decisions change our journey. What we do, how we spend our days, where we are being intentional, um, even down to what we are eating determines where we are heading. Uh, Once again, we know how to eat healthy, and Robin, you're going to have to give us a whole um, episode on some of the things that you're doing to make those better choices in, in our eating. Um, because we know it, but yet we still have a hard time changing it, right? If you don't enjoy your career, if you don't enjoy your body, change it. How are you spending your days, your, your relationships, change it. Uh, by changing our mindset. And doesn't that doesn't that make you angry right now that I'm saying that? Like, hey, if you don't
3: like this, change it. It's like, uh, hello, I would but rather let be telling you how. I changed it last night because I'm trying to eat healthy. So here's what I did. I didn't buy any chalk. I have no sweets in the house. and I sat down and watched a show at 10 o'clock last night with a box of cereal. and I just <laughs> ate the cereal like I hadn't eaten in months. And it was, You don't have a teenager then, <laughs> no,
0: because
3: I Cause still have you were obviously chewing out loud. It was no, I was home alone as always, but it was corn checks. It was there oh. was nothing delightful about it. It was just I'm just shoving my face with that. But I wanted to say also our circle of influence is also Our circle of influence. Something happened yesterday that was really upsetting. And I wanted to jump on that. Yeah, I'll get her, you know, that bandwagon. And I came home and I just thought, oh, I don't have the energy for this anymore. And let me just tell you, it changed everybody around me at that moment that we, rather than all, let's all pity party together. I was like, no, let's just forget about it. It's not worth it. And I feel like that's what's happening now. Sometimes when we're in a store and you're nice to somebody, it's like, I can't change the world right now. I can't change everything that's happening, but man, I can change that. I am walking down the right arrow and you know, and you're behind me and I'm going to turn around and say hi. And isn't this ridiculous or whatever? But Uh, You you really can change. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and
0: and on that, I I have a story about a friend of mine, Ron Ciaro, and his wife, Jane. They they own Aquatots, and they're very successful. They have these Aquatots all over the world. Um, Mm -hmm. They use it as a ministry, I mean, all the way from Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, I mean— it's, it's amazing. And last month, I, I was with them, with our mask on, by the way, uh, and I was asking him about his franchise, and, and I was thinking, okay, he's going to go there. This has to freak you out a little bit, right? If you're a business owner and you're having yeah. to shut down, and especially, you know, the swimming pools, and it, it, it's crazy. And so just kind of going there with that, how is the fear of COVID affecting, you know, your clients and all of your business owners? And I was ready for him to say, yeah, it's been super tough having to close down our buildings during the pandemic. And instead, he shared the analogy of the honeybee and the fly. And I had never heard it before. Um, So now I think I've shared it 20 times to (laughs) to people. You know how you hear something and it just resonates with you so much? Uh, Well, the fly travels over hundreds of flowers, right? But it focuses on the garbage and and the poop, right? (laughs) The excrement. It literally ignores the sweet fragrance of the gardens. But the honeybee flies from flower to flower, passionately pollinating and creating honey. The mindset of a honeybee is to seek the essence of each flower even in a place filled with garbage. And it only focuses on finding the nectar and he he of course didn't explain it as beautiful as I did just now right I just no
3: doubt well it was poetic at its best with you and
0: I I use the term finding the nectar like I like the way I I said that just you know humbly (laughs) saying that to you all but uh the the fly mentality is what he said or a honeybee mentality the choice is yours and it's just such a valuable lesson to change our mindset which will change our quality of life and and i see that in ron and jane's life as they they literally are pollinating positivity wherever they go and that's why they're so successful you know in their franchises so what are you focusing on Mm. whatever we're focusing on that is how we're going to feel like you said debbie Focusing on people are actually really being kind mm-hmm. or I can focus on, no, I have a teenager that's being really mean. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> how, how am I switching gears here? What do I want to focus on? Do I want to focus on what the fly, you know, focus on all the, the poop in the world uh, <laughs> or am I going to focus on the nectar?
1: I did a um, Bible study about five years ago, and it truly just changed my life. But one of the things that we talked about in it is um, unbiblical goals. And before I did it, I had never thought about that there were unbiblical goals. And then it was more shocking to me to— to to read what some of them are, to have a life under my control and on my terms, that's unbiblical, to live a pain-free life, free of suffering, unbiblical, to live a happy life filled mm-hmm. with pleasure, to have God, people, and circumstances cooperate to meet my goals. Well, I have to say, I think all of those were my goals. And so that just like wiped the rug mm-hmm. right out from underneath of me, like, I am, I am I'm wanting everything that actually Jesus has a whole different plan. So what are, what do biblicals look like Um, to glorify him, to know him intimately, to grow in godliness, to serve an eternal purpose. And I think what we're talking here is just that mindset of, we need to change our thinking into all those things that benefit me, but, how can I glorify God in this situation, in this COVID situation? How can I serve an eternal purpose by being kind to somebody that I meet on the street that maybe looks like is having a really crappy day or they're sick of the arrows on the floor as well? Yeah. Like, how can I encourage them and love them? How can I grow in godliness through this if I'm spending a lot more time at home? How can I use that to know the word better, to talk to the Lord more, just like to change those goals from unbiblical goals to biblical goals. That for me changed everything. I just can't even tell you how much um, those other things seem like those were were good and right goals. Why wouldn't I want a happy life filled with pleasure? But that's not what the Lord promised. And I think, well, I don't.
0: I don't like those goals. Just saying, Robin. So I, I, yeah. I'm going to stick with my
3: I'm not too crazy about them either. I want to I be mad at your kids for not letting you chew your <laughs> cereal. Yeah. And, and you know it's It's funny about that because my
0: mom used to say that growing up. It's not about your happiness, Patty. It's about your holiness. And it's like, uh, no, I, I don't necessarily nope. like that either. I want it to all be about my happiness. But what's interesting about that is when your goals, exactly what you said, Robin, that holiness, it's not about the happy. It's about this joy that fills you up. And you see that, you know, we see that. And it doesn't mean those other things won't happen. Mm-hmm. that we won't have the pleasure, that we won't have, you know, whatever it is. Maybe it is financial freedom, whatever it is. It's just saying, focus on this first, and those things might right. fall into place. may not happen. Exactly. Right.
1: And trust the Lord in that.
3: Yeah. I also feel like, though, that, uh, you know, God wants you to be uh, holy more than he wants you to be happy. I, um, I I've heard that from a few people, and I feel like also— uh, it's your version of holy. It's what you think is holy. It might not be necessarily what God thinks is holy, but it's what you think. And then you are pushing that off on somebody else. And I believe that God wants us to be holy and happy. Nothing wrong with that.
0: So. Well, and I think that happy is, is, is different. I, I agree with you, Debbie. It's in a, it, he said in John ten ten. You know, Satan's out to kill and destroy, but I came so you can have an abundant life. It's that abundant life is about the joy that even though you might be in these circumstances that we do not like, he's in it with us. And when he's walking beside you, if you're choosing to allow him to use these horrific circumstances, like you said, Robin, to honor him and glorify him. That's when it changes. I mean, I always think of Corey Ten Boom and the circumstances she was in. And if you can deal with that and what she mm-hmm. dealt with and the torture that she went through, then, yeah, you know, I can walk down this arrow in this yeah. lane.
2: <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But
0: mm-hmm.
3: It's so our, compared to Cory Ten Boom, for me uh, being scared last night because I was here alone, so I guess it's not the same. There wasn't the same fear factor that she had. Because I woke up when I found out that it was my picture that had fallen. I woke up with a lot of joy. Does that count? <laughs> that, yeah, I think I that think does count. Yeah, that's very similar to Corey
2: Ten Boom. That's what she went through, Dad. I felt like it was. <laughs> and I, I, a lot of people have called me Corey. <laughs> I think of you as
0: Corey, and and you know what? I could be I could be your sister. You know when I when I would you be boom? Would that make you boom? (laughs) Yeah, because I look at my teenager and I'm in fear walking down the hall as I don't know if this is going to be the time that I can breathe or I can't breathe. So it's just like having that guard, you know? Yeah, staring at you.
3: Yeah, Yeah.
1: but you know, uh, I think it's true, Deb. Like everybody's fear looks different, right? They're suffering. They're the thing that they're going through. So we might look at someone like Corey Timboon and be like, I could never, I could never go through what she went through. Right. But of course, She had the presence of God with her in the midst of her suffering, just like you have all the presence and the power of God with you in the midst of your suffering of being afraid and alone at night all by yourself. So what I'm saying is you don't have to like that. Your suffering is your suffering and it's just as important to the Lord, as Corey Ten Boom. Yeah, Debbie, buck
3: up. Yeah, buck up, Debbie. That's what Robin said. That's basically what she's saying. She's saying, "Grow up, Debbie. Come yeah. on, put your big girl panties on and get on with the day." Oh, listen, I, I think we need to do an intervention um, at Patty's house. It sounds
2: like the teenagers have taken over. There's some problems. I, I, oh my word! I mean, yeah. there is trouble in in uh, Dodge City there I, with all the teenager. I, I mean. Feel it.
3: Who who who's in charge around there? Holy Nobody. Cow. And I think we need to go over because there needs to be a new sheriff in town. You we know, need mm-hmm. to start chicken some butt over there. Yeah. And I I I would say it sounds like there's a group of them that are taking
0: over. Uh it's just one. <laughs> just one that wants the cheese. It's just one that's starving every day and can't open up the fridge and get her own cheese and cut it and put it on a cracker.
3: One. It sounded like a crew of them, like a whole riot. Oh, my word. (laughs) That's funny. You know, real quick, I just wanted to say about masking because I wanted to, um, when I think about masking, I know we're off of that for a second, but I want to go back to it. When we're little girls, we cannot wait to put on makeup. And we get in our mom's stuff and we put on our makeup mm-hmm. and then we come out and everybody either laughs at how bad it is or they say, oh, oh, you look beautiful. Oh, wow. Look at you. And I believe that our masking starts as early as that. We start mm-hmm. doing that. And I remember seventh grade asking my mom, can I shave my legs? No, you're not going to shave your legs. You'll It'll grow back like a bear. And um, no, that's not true. But it it didn't happen. And Because I snuck behind her, and I took a razor to school and did it in the bathroom anyway. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um, but also, I think it is very hard for me to go out in the street, in public, without makeup on. And I'm ashamed of that. Unless I have a ball cap on, then I could care less. But there, it, it, yeah. that is still a masking that we're trying—we're we're still insecure about what God's given us. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, real. it's real uh I would say that my mask um throughout my whole life has been um hiding my hurt feelings
2: um mm-hmm. and
1: I think a lot of it stems from you know when you're little like mm-hmm. oh don't be such a baby don't and then I think as you get older and you get hurt feelings and then you confront somebody with it and then they are defensive and then it's a big fight and it's a big blow up and oh my gosh I should have just kept my hurt feelings to myself and you just Mm -hmm. keep stuffing and you keep stuffing Mm -hmm. not really dealing with anything and Mm -hmm. I think ah man and I feel like I've done my kids such a disservice because I didn't really teach them how to deal with hurt feelings Mm -hmm. and so it goes on it's not knowing what to do with hurt feelings and just kind of letting them lay out there instead of just teaching them to take it to the Lord and talk to him through it and ask him what you should do. And there's times where you just need to get over yourself and get over the hurt feelings because it's you just being too sensitive about something that wasn't their intent. And then there are times where you need to go and talk to somebody about how they've hurt their feelings. But I think it's hard um <clears throat> For me, I didn't do either one. I just stuffed them down and tried to deal with it on my own, and then just let that root of bitterness. And then every time you see them, you have daggers, like up, you know, it just builds and builds, and yeah, it's just a horrible yeah. thing all trapped up inside of me because I was masking it rather than knowing how to deal with it and dealing with it. Yeah. That, that's a delicate one, Robin. You know, yeah. I would have to say the same,
2: you know, hurt feelings. What what do you do with them? I mean, you share them with the person, you know, they get defensive, they get angry, shut down, it ruins a relationship. And maybe it's better for me just to, you know, what I, what I realize what I, I'll i do is I re- I rehearse the offense over and oh. over in my mind. Horrible, yeah. horrible, don't do that. And so yeah. I realized that I need to stop doing that. And when I start, realizing that's where the hurt is stop rehearsing the offense because every time i rehearse it i'm taking it very to the very beginning again of it and yeah. so just acknowledge it and you're right yeah give it to the lord confess it state it spew it off in a corner shout it somewhere write it down um but yeah that that's a tough one thanks for sharing that yeah that is a,
3: a really good one and it goes both ways knowing when you've hurt somebody and when they've hurt you and sometimes when you know you've hurt somebody or you think you have, I'm afraid to go to them just in case they don't think I did. And then I think, did I just open up a can of worms? But um, I, 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 I really love that you shared that, Robin, because I guarantee that's everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. I think everybody feels that way. I take
0: it to the other extreme of what Robin's saying, though, because I grew up where we, we shared all. My mom would say, don't come to me, don't paddle unless there's blood. Mm-hmm. So I grew up telling my siblings, you know, hey, You did this or you did that. So, I think everybody operates in that fashion. And so, as you guys know, out in in the world, I will come to you immediately. It's like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm struggling with. And um, I have found, like what Robin said, okay, maybe, just maybe, you should have gone to the Lord first before you spew and throw up all over them and go, uh, what do we need to do here? Because I'm feeling this way rather than really looking at it and go, okay, you don't have to be so self-occupied that, that, okay, I'm feeling this way. So what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe figure it out first and then have some discernment and some wisdom and pray about it, then bring it to them. And there, there are many times I could be embarrassed because I'm just so used to being an open book and the open, you know, Let's let's talk here, and not everybody is ready to talk about that. Yeah, Um, and we just have a couple minutes before we end the show today, and we just want to thank you guys for, like I said, sitting at the table with us. And you know, remove your mask, breathe in, think of these things as it says in Philippians four, having that circle of influence. What can we control? Pretty much absolutely nothing, according to Robin. Uh, but focus on things that are true, honorable, whatever is right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. These are the things that we can guard our heart with. And when we do that, then we feel different. It's what we're consuming. Um, decide to uh, focus what you have influence over let that blossom go pollinate the world think about as you are wearing that mask what excuses are you telling yourself uh sherry like you said when you you're going through that narrative all the way from the start and you then you're changing the narrative right as you keep going over it and over it uh massive action brings massive results so are you masking it or are you mastering it are you bringing it to the master are you letting him breathe into you and not only filling our heart with that but practicing it yeah
3: that's a good one and if you're gonna wear a mask here's my big tip for the day don't wear lipstick you don't need to because nobody can see it and then the whole inside of your mask is covered in lipstick so wash it wash your mask every day all right. My so with tip. that, we are going to end on that note, Debbie. Thank
0: you for that. Thank you for being in it with us today on Girlfriend It, where we help you define, rewire, and discover your it tag. You are it. Go wash, wash your mask. <laughs> Bye. Listening <laughs> to Girlfriend It because our girlfriends are where we get our best tips for life. Find us on Facebook at Girlfriend It. Hit subscribe to iTunes or Toginet.com.